0: Hi everyone, this is Allie Duff and I am your host for the Feeling Good Sometimes podcast. Throughout this podcast, we will explore honest, vulnerable, and unfiltered conversations with people who inspire me the most. These conversations will dive deeper into where our guests have been, how they got started, and where they are going. The topics will range from careers, starting a business, following your passion, living life outside of the culture's norm, And of course, my fave, mental health. The Feeling Good Sometimes podcast was truly created to remind you that it's okay if you don't feel good every single day. I surely don't. And of course, I am always here to remind you that you are never alone in your journey. So make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, anything else oh my goodness i'm so excited to be back i feel a little rusty and i can't remember how to do this so anyway this is season two and i know we left off not really saying goodbye or ending season one and i'm gonna tell you why so at the end of 2022 when um the podcast kind of went on a halt kind of I was extremely burnt out and I just did not have it in me to continue so this is season two we're kind of refreshed I took a month off because I was in New Zealand traveling and it was the best thing ever for myself and now we're back into it and I'm super super excited I actually love doing the podcast and love recording and it's just kind of like a little like fun project for me it's not technically my job but I just have so much fun doing it Anyway, so we are back and this is our first episode back. And this, so all these episodes, the next probably like five episodes were actually pre-recorded the end of 2022. Um, But yeah, I'm so excited. This episode is with Rachel Melinda and it is such a goodie. Uh, Rachel is a coach. She's also um, a mindset coach and has now gotten into something called script writing and she also just released an album like she's doing so many really cool things and i'm just really excited for you all to hear this episode and learn more about her um yeah so here we go hi rachel i'm so excited that you're on the feeling good sometimes podcast
1: i'm so excited to be here thanks for having me
0: of course so i always start every episode with asking how you're feeling so how are you feeling
1: Oh, wow. Thanks for the opportunity. Um, I am feeling, I'm feeling content. I'm feeling trusting. I'm feeling open and excited.
0: Oh my gosh. That was a really cool answer. I don't think I've (laughs) heard anyone answer like a question like that. Usually we're so used to being like, oh, I'm good. I'm fine. Like, you know.
1: Oh, I never answer. I'm like, if you ask me that, I'm like, wow, thank you so much for asking. And I like really take the time to get like introspective.
0: Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. So I like used to know you, I guess, as more of like an intuitive eating coach, but I feel like you've kind of I mean I may be wrong, but like shifted more towards like mindset coaching and you're really into like script writing. So what has that shift looked like for you? Slash yeah. We're just going to dive all into everything that you're doing right now. Cause it's really cool. I'm really intrigued.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, yeah, let's go. Let's jump in. Um, so yeah, my trajectory, um, I mean, prior to the intuitive eating and body image world, like when you look at my whole career tra- 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 trajectory, that's a big word. Yeah. Um, it can seem kind of random, like all over the place, but in my mind, it's, it's evolution. That's like the definition mm-hmm. of evolution in that, you know, I started as a host nutritionist, um, okay. and then very quickly discovered that nutrition and in its ext- extremes was causing more issues, um, which pulled me into the food and body image world and mm-hmm. uh, intuitive eating world. And then what I was finding that when I, uh, was able to guide people to the other side of their, of their challenges, they were like, Oh my God, I have all this space in my mind now to think mm-hmm. about so many other things when, you know, critiquing my body and counting calories or mm-hmm. macros, isn't consuming my every thought. And you know, now I'm, I'm a mindset coach and, uh, teaching mindset coaching and teaching script writing, but I like to say I've always been that right. Because food and body image challenges, it's It's not about food and yeah, yeah, it's not about food or the body. It's about what's happening in our mind. It's about the thoughts that we're having about our body, about food. That's therefore impacting the reality. And Mm -hmm. I guess what I saw was that when we're able to tap into that, like the, the world is, is ours, right? There's so many other things that like, you know, sure mindset for body image, but where else do we have these stories that are keeping us stuck? Um, kind of like how body image challenges and food challenges keep us stuck. And that's what I wanted to, to move towards. And, you know, I, I look at all of my, my work that I've done and I think we're pulled to our work because in a way that we needed ourselves, Mm -hmm. like there's a part of us that needs it or needs to heal. And, when I went into food and body image coaching, I'd say I was about eighty percent healed, but there was a still part of me that was still really mm-hmm. healing. And more recently, I got to a point where I don't know if we're ever hundred percent healed, but it sure felt like that. Like I was like, "This is like I'm ready to move okay. on now," you know. Yeah, and so, sense. yeah, yeah. So here I am, here to heal something else, uh, The stories that that I carried to, um, you know, that that might be holding me back in some way as well.
0: Yeah. It's really cool to think about like when we, especially as women, when we're, I mean, I'm going to assume that every single person struggles with something when it comes to their body or cultural like diets or society pressures. But that is like, I feel like we, we focus a lot on, I don't want to say fixing the problem, but like, I guess healing from that part of it, but then what happens after? And like, I can definitely relate this to, like, going through treatment for my eating disorder. You go through that really hard treatment phase, and then you, are like, have to go live life normally after it. And, like, you're not taught how to do that, which is the exact same thing with when we're looking at, like trying to get rid of like diet culture in our brain and not focusing so much on our body and what we're eating and X, Y, and Z, we have this extra room in our minds, let's say. And yeah, what do you spend that time thinking about? Like most of us are going to resort to just something else to obsess over. So I'm guessing like, and yeah, it does like everything we're doing and everything we're going through is straight up mindset. Like you can relate your mind, like set to everything that you're going through. Um, Like, I always think it has a lot to do with, like, perspective, um, but that's a lot of mindset. So, obviously, you've started down this route of mindset coaching, but really, it's just like a refocus of what you're already doing, and then you've started getting really heavy into script writing, and, like, you've been doing it for, like, a hundred and something days. I always, like, see your TikToks, and I'm like, this is so cool. (laughs) And like, you've manifested all these things. And so what, like, what is script writing? Like, I don't even fully know what it is. I've just seen you do it. Um, And I'm just like, oh, it looks like you're like manifesting the life you want, but I could be totally wrong. Like, what is it for people that don't know?
1: yeah great question so self-identity script writing in particular particular is a mindset tool that's used to reprogram our subconscious mind so it's very um it looks like journaling in that every day we're putting pen to paper but we're actually writing the same thing every day and you start the whole journey by writing your script so it's kind of like a manifesto or a series of affirmations essentially you know the the script writing course that i guide people through um or, or that's available um on in my online shop it it guides people through like, okay, what is it that you do want? Right. So there's like, we get clear on like, what are, what are our desires when we come from the belief that anything is possible because it is. And then we essentially write out this, this script of like our dream, our dream life, our dream situation, or, Mm -hmm. or the version of yourself that you want to be, you can go about it in, in different ways. I've had a few different scripts now. The first one was very um, things focused. So it was like, I'm in this really juicy relationship. I make this much money. Um, I'm living in California, like very specific of of like things. Whereas now my script is more about the person that I want to be. So I say it starts off with the life I've created is delicious and sacred. I move slowly throughout life, calm, relaxed, optimistic, and bright. I soak in the zest of each moment. I am patient because I trust that everything is always happening for me. And the reality of writing these things every single day is that you begin to reprogram your subconscious mind, where we live and think from ninety-five percent of the time. So eventually, you ideally you're, you you don't have to write these things anymore because you just are it. And there are a number of things that you know through writing my script. The first one I took for um, one hundred and seventy-six days. Like that, you reach a point where yeah, you're writing it, but it, it almost like doesn't excite you anymore because you just are it right? Like, and the act of showing up to it every day, like I like to describe it as an anchor and I do it first thing in the morning. So like that sets the stage for the day. So Mm -hmm. kind of like setting in an intention, like, okay, how do I want to go through, through this day, through this moment? It's like, it's, it's that right. And then there's the manifesting part of it where what you focus on grows and you get what Mm -hmm. you believe. So it's really changing that story in our head, creating a story that serves us knowing that the way that we we see ourselves, the lens of which we look through dictates the reality that we end up seeing and experiencing on the other side.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. So you can like change the script at any time.
1: You can. Ideally, we don't want to be changing it too much along the way yeah.
0: because your subconscious mind needs like- the repetition. Yeah.
1: However, if something's not resonating with you, change it. Like ultimately you want to be excited. Like this is like an opportunity to play in your dreams, to play in an, in an area that feels really juicy and good. So the more emotionally involved, you can get into it when you're writing every day, the more you're going to get out of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so cool. So mm-hmm. what like got you started in this, in the first place?
1: So I started studying uh, mindset coaching, um, well, mindset period last, last year, um, to overcome some paradigms of of mine, um, particularly in the way of money initially. Oh, and I could just see how it was holding me back in so many mm-hmm. areas, just like old stories that I had that now mm-hmm. I can see like link back to my Bubba, my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it makes sense. Like that's where all of our beliefs start, like from childhood and what we're exposed yep. to. So I was like, how come like, you know, I feel this like abundant nature and I feel this anything is possible sort of nature, this essence of me. But there's also this other thought that's like, like I used to have this thought that like I was going to live on the streets and wow. that was still kind of up until recently, <laughs> like, to be honest, like I was like, this is all great and all, but like, I'm, I'm going to live on the streets one day. And, and I was like, where is that coming from? It makes yeah. no sense. Like I've, I've never been without both of my parents have, um, done very well for themselves. They've supported us, um, I have so many people around, like I've never been in debt. It makes no sense, uh-huh. but I want to highlight that because, and I used to have a lot of shame in sharing that, but I want to highlight that just to share that like so many of the stories that we're carrying and the beliefs that we're mm-hmm. carrying aren't actually yours. Yeah, You just pick so them true. up from somewhere based on what you were exposed to earlier on. And as a result, you end up like, that's the lens of what you go through in life. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, how come I, you know, I, I really want this, but I end up doing the opposite.
0: Mm-hmm. because
1: you're operating from like two different thoughts. You're you're operating from like this archaic wounded part of you and your higher self. Mm-hmm. The higher self knows that everything's possible, but whatever voice is louder is the voice that's going to win.
0: Yeah. It's like the one that's pulling you back, even though like, you're like, well, it's like almost that feeling of like my life I know it can be better and I know it should be better and like I know I should be doing this and like it feels off but like you're being pulled back in the opposite direction but that is all those like yeah stories that you developed like growing Mm -hmm. up which are like hard to break unless you work really hard at it
1: totally and it is it's a it's a conscious choice to show up to it Mm -hmm. every single day and it's not going to be Well, I want to say it's not going to be easy, but that's also a choice. You can be like, it is easy. Like you get what you believe. True. Um, But I mean, I do want to say like when, when you are paving a new path and, and retraining your subconscious mind, you might notice some resistance at first. Like our Mm -hmm. brain is very much wired to survey for, for threats and, and to think abundantly isn't its natural uh, resting place. So we have to train our, our mind to think that way. And also to consciously choose choose that way choose those thoughts choose those beliefs
0: yeah yeah it's like therapy over and over again <laughs> yeah it's like a therapist yeah. telling you like you know when you're in a therapy session they like ask the questions and you're like I don't know and they're like yes you do <laughs> you, always know. you
1: always know you always know yeah I don't think I fully answered that question um I, I shared so that's why I pursued mindset oh coaching yeah myself. how did
0: you get into this yeah yes. um that's, that's
1: why I initially pursued it. I was like, this story is getting in the way of so much.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, um, self-identity, uh, script writing is actually a tool that, that we learn in that.
0: Okay. Um,
1: so I started doing it and quickly saw how much it started to change my life, but there wasn't a lot of, um, coaching of like how to, how to really go all into it. And so Uh through my own process, I kind of found that myself, like something that really worked. And then, honestly it's kind of like I was like sharing it online in my stories people are like what are you doing I'm like, yeah oh, I'm self-identity script writing and I was like want to do a workshop and it just blew up from there like I became a yeah. script girl um which wasn't the the intention and usually that's how things happen yeah, right like that's like, usually
0: how they work yeah, yeah because just I of- had never heard of this until I saw you posting about it and I was like oh, maybe it's just kind of like setting intentions or, but I was like, no, it's like something different, but yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. That's helpful to know too, because some, some people, um, they, they think it's like journaling, right. They're yeah. like, what's the difference. And, um, actually even on TikTok, I got to switch up my hashtags. Cause I, <laughs> I hashtag self-identity script writing and it sounds uh-huh. like there's like thirty-eight thirty-eight million 38 ha- million hashtags of this. And I was like, whoa, this is so cool. And then I was like, oh, maybe it's, um, or oh, I think the hashtag was script writing, and then I was like, Oh, maybe it's actually like people who are script writing for film and
0: TV. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I mean, I don't know. TikTok's got billions of people on there, so you never know what they're doing. It's yeah. true.
1: There might be a whole other world. And like well, so like go ahead. Yeah, script writing isn't a new concept. Like if you look okay. up script writing or manifestation, it'll show up as there. There's just yeah, you know, I just kind of took it under my under under my wing and Um, made it my own and, and just saw it as such an integral tool as, as part Mm -hmm. of the whole um, mindset puzzle picture, right? Like it's, it's one thing that can help to Mm -hmm. reprogram our, our subconscious mind on top of other things.
0: Yeah. So what does that picture look like? So for someone who just say wants to work with like a mindset coach, what usually do you look at?
1: Yeah. So we'd first figure out like, what is it that like, what are you after? What do you, what are we trying to work on here? Um, and then it's looking at, um, surveying, kind of doing an analysis of like your current subconscious landscape. So what I'll do with people is I'll I'll, we'll identify like, what is your, what is your current resting state or thoughts about things? So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'll play with you. Um, fill, <laughs> fill in the blanks, whatever comes to mind. Work is
0: stressful. <laughs> love is <laughs> Oh my gosh. I don't even have a blank. I want to say like non-existent, but that's not true, but it's just not, I guess as strong as I want it to be. Okay. Uh, money is, oh my gosh. I, I'm going to use the word stressful again because it is stressful. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is where you you're, you're currently at, Yeah. but this, this might not be your, your true nature, right? Like yeah. your true nature, our, our, the essence of who we are knows that um, and, and when I say essence of who we are, I like to guide people back to like, you know, like post um, Shavat like when you're in Shavasana or yeah. after doing breath work, when you're just like in your body and you're like, nothing else matters. And you're mm-hmm. so connected to your truth and source or whatever you want to refer mm-hmm. to. That's the essence of who you are. And it's in that state. I personally find I'm like, I can do anything, like anything is possible.
0: Mm.
1: And I'd be curious to, um, you know, ask you those same questions I just asked when you are in that state, when you are tapped into your higher self, rather than maybe your um, fears or wounds. Right. Because those stories aren't yours and how I would take that further, say like, let's look at your parents. Let's, let's fill in those blanks and see like, what would your parents say in response to that? And be like, Oh, I I see how it's all mapping out now. And, and so it's, it's getting a a lay of the land of like, okay, what's currently on your subconscious landscape. What do you want to start thinking? And then it's about bringing in the tools, the repetition, Um, to do that on top of somatics, So, um, you know, I'll I'll use tools like movement or or Mm -hmm. breath work to get into the body and get to that state where um, we can connect to the essence of who we are. Because if we're just going into like, if you're just going into script writing cold, for instance, if you're just like, yeah, I'm so happy and grateful that I'm a millionaire and I have all these things like you're not in it. Whereas yeah. if you did that post like breathwork or Shavasana, you'd be like, I'm so happy that I'm in this loving relationship and you can feel into it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a little bit of everything. And, and it's, um, you know, what I, what I'm really striving to do with, with people and my clients is
0: mm-hmm. equip,
1: equip them with a toolkit so they can pull out these, these tools whenever they need them, because the days are going to, they're going to change each day is different. Ultimately we need like the only way we can do this work is if we're resourced we um what I call a resource and regulated state. So if we're feeling good, um, mm-hmm. if like our more basic needs are met, um, I have a, I have a program for that called get the funk off that talks about like, how do we shift our state to like stay baseline and above. So doing that, and then also bringing in like the repetition work, and then it's kind of just like living and getting used to noticing your noticing other people's projections, being aware of your own thoughts, turning Mm -hmm. things around in the moment. Um, I always say like, turn things around to create a story that serves you because how we're going through life, the beliefs that we're carrying, the thoughts that we're having, they're like, they're not our true nature and they're not actually all true, but we believe them to be true. And the truth is we have the opportunity to turn that around at any given moment. So when I'm going through life and I find that like, All of a sudden I'm in a funky state. I'm like, all right, what, what story am I entertaining right now? What am I believing to be true? Because I feel like a pile of crap right now. So like, Mm -hmm. how can I, how can
0: I turn this around right now?
1: And I like to just say like, what else could be true? What Mm -hmm. else could be true other than what I'm choosing right now?
0: Mm. That's a really good way to look at it. Especially if like, that's something that anybody can do at any point in time. Like if you are in a funk, we usually can recognize if we're like, oh, I don't like feel like myself today or like I'm angry today or something like that it's usually something's triggered it and I would say like we're all I mean some of us are more aware than others but like as humans we're pretty aware if like something ticks us off or like someone's opinion like bothers us but we're not very good at like listening to that awareness necessarily Mm -hmm. like we're really really good at like playing into that story right Mm -hmm. which is I guess for like all this work like we'll Come into play for sure.
1: Yeah. And I think what, like, I was thinking this the other day. I haven't felt stressed or anxious about anything in a long time.
0: Oh my gosh. And
1: (laughs) yeah. And I used to be a stress ball, like, stress city. Like, my muscles were all tense. And now, like, and it doesn't, and that's not because, like, my life is perfect and because everything goes my way, but it's because of how I choose to respond to every situation Mm. now. I'm always turning around to something that serves me. Something doesn't go my way. I don't get the client. Um, a launch doesn't go how I hope to. Um, I'm like, okay, how is this happening for me? Like I turn it around. I don't allow myself to stay in that misery. Yeah. I do want to highlight like it's okay to be sad. It's okay to Mm -hmm. be angry. And like be there. Have your initial reaction. Like we don't want to spiritually bypass that, but know the difference between pain and suffering. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, can you share a little bit about how script writing helped you? I mean, you're living in LA right now, which is, was like a dream of yours. Right. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. how did that all come into fruition for you?
1: Yeah. Basically by writing, I I live on the coast of California in the most beautiful, open, spacious area home for 130 days straight.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, it's about believing it to see it. Right. So since writing my, my script, there's, there's a few things that I've, um, manifested brought into physical form. Mm-hmm. And then there's things that, um, that I can see that I've like helped me to become the person that I, that I want to be and how I show up. Mm. So my first script had lines, like, um, I'm in the relationship of my dreams with the mo- with the hottest, uh, funniest, most sensitive man.
0: Okay. And
1: that was last summer. And I think I've been writing my script by for 60 days at that point. And okay. at the, at that point, I met my my previous partner who yeah. for the first time I was like i want I want to marry this guy. I've never been able to say that about anyone. Yeah, I
0: remember you posting about that relationship and you're like, yeah, it was almost like I didn't think I could have this and now I have totally. Yeah.
1: yeah. I was like, this is a manifestation of my script like it was just wild how it came about like so aligned um we are no longer together and i yeah. and I like to explain um because sometimes, like maybe, maybe this is like my projection, but, um, you know, if people are like, well, did the script really work then? And, um, I would still say it did. And what I've come to learn is that there are things called almost manifestations, meaning that when you're, when you claim something as yours, you're going to be served up things that look really close to what you actually want, but aren't Mm. quite it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, it might be something to prepare you for the next step, or it might be something to be like, how, how bad do you actually do you want it? Like how, mm-hmm. how much are you actually going to hold out for what it is that you actually want? And in hindsight, there were some things that, um, were misaligned in that relationship that I was like, Oh, it's fine. It's, it's mm-hmm. all right? Um, which are things that actually do really matter to me. Um, and so, and the other thing with that or on that same note, um, you are going to be served up things that prepare you for your goal. So you the goals that you have require a certain version of yourself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in, in the manifesting world, um, there's a lot of people manifesting money, right? Abundance yeah. of money, millions of dollars. Yeah. However, are you the version of yourself that can handle that amount of money?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It doesn't mean like spend it wisely or whatever, but like, are you prepared for that? And I'll give you an example of this. Um, One of my lines in my script more recently was I'm one of the most sought after motivational speakers in North America. And then um, earlier in September, I had an incident with um, a few different incidents where I felt like I had upset people. And my previous people pleaser bone in me was like, Mm -hmm. "Ah, I really upset these people. I'm freaking out. They don't like me. And I and it, you know, I I, I went into a downward spiral with that when I tried to catch it and I just like, I got lost yep. in it. And then I had a moment where I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is so happening for me and, and preparing me for, for like what I had asked for. Like, yeah. Cause Rachel you like
0: can't please everyone.
1: Yeah. Like if, 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 I'm that afraid level. Of, if I'm afraid of three people disliking me mm-hmm. then like, get ready, Rachel. Cause there's about to be thousands. If I'm one of the most sought after motivational speakers in North America. So there's things like that, where, um, you'll be presented with
0: tests. Almost tests.
1: Yeah. 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 And, and you know what, like if you look back at the course of your life, anything that didn't go to plan, like, aren't you actually happy that happened?
0: Hmm.
1: Right. Like you wouldn't be who you are today. If those things hadn't happened, all of these things are always preparing us for what's next. So, Mm -hmm. um, that was a big tangent of I manifested a partner that I'm no longer with, <laughs> um, but, but other things that I've manifested since, um, I had a line about money, money flows to me easily and always in all ways. Um, and last year was the the first year where, um, I had my first six, six plus figure income. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a line in there, adventure and spontaneity are the norm and, with like such ease I sublet my apartment for the winter and I ended up spending my winter in LA Mexico like it was easy like everything was just like happening Mm -hmm. because I was so calibrated to it
0: yeah
1: um and now my script is more so again like who I who I want to be and I I did have a line recently around California and um I do believe like that's what what brought me here Mm -hmm. um and yeah, now more it's about like who I want to be. Like I, I move slowly throughout life. I soak in the zest of each moment. And I love that because I think what I've also learned in this process, and I'm actually changing my messaging around script writing of of basically what I, of of how I want to pursue it because I don't want, I don't want to sell this, this idea that a dream life exists, Mm -hmm. a dream life where, it's void of problems and eternal happiness exists because there is no world like that. Mm -hmm. What I want to show people is how mindset tools and self-identity script writing can allow you to cultivate a dream life, state of mind at every given moment.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. So like having these tools allows you to create that feeling that you imagine a dream life is going to give you at every single moment, because really a dream life, what we imagine The, the romantic partner, the family, the the money, the house, whatever it might be, those are all just things, Uh but it's a feeling that you imagine those, those things are going to give you. And the thing is feelings aren't exclusive to things. So you can cultivate that feeling right now. I can cultivate the feeling of being in this juicy relationship with my husband and, and my kids in my California home, um, driving the car. I desire, desire to drive, um, running the business I desire to drive right now. Mm -hmm. So you can cultivate that now. And that also takes us out of this whole destination happiness cycle Mm -hmm. of being like, okay, once I get there, then I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is like, you know, I arrived in LA at the time of recording. I arrived in LA uh, last Tuesday, uh, high on life. I was like, oh my gosh, we're here. We did it. And I woke up on Wednesday and I was like, oh shit, the same problems still exist. Yeah. It's like, okay, now what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and look, I'm still pumped to be here, Yeah, but it's just, it just means that like, you know, a person, a place, a thing is not going to save you. It's not your ticket mm. to eternal happiness. And I just know it sooner to save yourself from <laughs> a lot yeah. of disappointment yep. <laughs> and, and learn how to cultivate that feeling now, because you can. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I really like that. Because I even was going to say like, when you were talking a lot about like manifesting and everything, I think it's important for people to understand that while you go through a journey like this, your life is not perfect. So like, yes, you manifested um, this partner for yourself. And like the thought of like, okay, well, he didn't like he's not the one. Um, And people thinking, well, does it really work? It's like, we cannot predict everything. Like, I think we all can understand after the past couple of years that life just like throws us so many curveballs. And the also important thing to understand is that we as humans evolve and change. So like something else could have happened that kind of like changed you a little bit. And you're like, oh, wait, actually, no, like, yeah, maybe I did manifest this, but this is not what I want right now anymore. And that's okay. I think like we kind of like we do kind of fall into these, I know I do like fantasy situations. Right. And that's just like our dream, like scenario of like where we want our life to be and Mm -hmm. who we're going to be. But most of the time we do forget about that feeling like, okay, but how are we going to feel when we get there? It's like, okay, I want to make a million dollars in my company because every other company is doing it. Or like, that's like the, the quote unquote thing to do. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's like, that doesn't take away any stress or anything like that. like you just have more money to move around and compared to like less money totally. and like we don't we don't think like we don't pull it apart and look at it like, and I think that's like another area that people can like fall into a trap of like, okay, well, I'm going to manifest this, but like what happens when you get it? Like you get it and then you're like, okay, I have it, but where's the next thing, right? We're just like as right, humans and- so quick to like move on to the next thing instead of like being in the m- moment.
1: Yeah. Which is the definition of, uh, definition of evolution, right? Like we mm-hmm. are meant to
0: strive for things yeah. and
1: to arrive at them and to embrace change. But the mistake that we fall into is we're, is we believe that like we forget that it's evolution and that like, once you arrive at something naturally, you're going to like desire something else because yeah. you become this version of you, but then, but then there's something else. We, we just fall into this belief that when we get there, everything's going to be better. Not recognizing mm-hmm. that, like when you get there, it's just going to be a different, a different yeah, set of issues. That's, right. Yeah,
0: that's the most important thing. It's like, once you get to that point, you think that like, okay, I'm going to be so happy or like, I'm just going to be in a better situation. Like if I was making this much money a month then I would just like feel so good about myself. It's like, no, (laughs) No. it doesn't work like that. And I wish like we could all just understand that because we put so much pressure on ourselves to like get to that point or we get so jealous of other people who are at that point. Mm -hmm. It's like, we don't even know what we would feel like if we were like that person. Right. It's just that vicious cycle we go through as humans living yeah. in this world. Yeah, totally. And, and I've been there
1: a bunch mm-hmm. and again, I've been there enough now to be like, okay, that's not the answer. Like it's not in the thing. It's not in the person. It's not in the place. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's here and the now, and, and the cool thing of it all is that like, when you celebrate the here and the now, when you realize that I already have it all right now, mm-hmm. you are, you're operating from an abundant mindset and from right. an abundant state and if we look at the law of attraction, like attracts, like you actually do end up attracting more abundance. Mm-hmm. So like, that's why that's feeling good now is the answer is the ticket because it not only gives you that feeling now, but it brings you the evolution of, of, of what you're seeking as well. And then you just get to like play in this ongoing juicy lifestyle
0: mm-hmm. with some
1: dips along the way. Cause we're human yeah. and things yeah. are going to happen.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um, like going through this journey, have you found that you have like a better relationship with yourself?
1: Totally. Yeah. yeah Cause I was gonna I, say like,
0: you have to be like, yeah, I can just like picture it like being a total shift.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really learned to love Rach and love spending time with Rach and develop, develop compassion for Rach because you have to embrace all sides of yourself. You have Mm -hmm. to embrace the dark. You have to embrace the fears. You have to be vulnerable with the fears. Um, like we don't want to judge or wrong any of these things because they're, they're part of us, right. Mm -hmm. They're not all of us, but they're part of us. And, you know, naturally when we, I feel like I'm just always talking to myself now, like Mm -hmm. whether it's out loud or in my head, I'm always having conversations with myself. Oh, I'm noticing, I feel triggered by this. Okay. What, what might I be making this mean? Oh, okay. Got it. Um, Oh, that makes me feel a little bit sad. Okay. I'm just going to be here with the sadness for a second. Like I'm like always talking to myself. Right. Mm -hmm. So and in doing so I've built such a beautiful relationship with myself Mm -hmm. where I feel like the awareness that I have of myself is so much greater. I feel like the um, compassion I'm able to hold for myself and and others is so much greater. Mm -hmm. And just the, you know, the, the, the love, like I'm, I'm more connected to the essence, the truth of who I am. Than I ever have been, and um, I'm still not fully, fully there. That said, I don't actually think we we get there. Yeah, I was going to say that this. So
0: I feel like we're always it's we're like always enduring journey, kind of mm-hmm. like yeah,
1: yeah. But I know I'm on the path. I know I'm on the path to um, to be consciously connected to to the essence of of who I am, based yeah. on the way that I'm living.
0: Like, were you always someone who liked to do things by yourself? Or is I would say that like so?
1: Yeah, I've done a more. lot. Yeah, um, I've done a lot on my own, like in terms of like solo travel, like being yeah, like just um, like- being in LA essentially on my own right now doesn't yeah. scare me. I actually love that. Um, that said, there's there's times where I'm I'm lonely, and in the past, like I would void fill through through dating and keeping people on the go just because I didn't want to be alone and I needed that validation. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm curious why you asked that What, what the? because I is think there. it's a
0: big challenge for people and I just wonder if like doing this kind of work where you're kind of like more accepting of yourself and more in with yourself if you because I feel like there's judgment around I think it's a lot of self-judgment around about doing things by yourself like going out to eat by yourself going to a movie mm-hmm. by yourself those sorts of things it's like people have to really work really hard to get into a position where they can do that Mm -hmm. and that's why I was curious because I was like I wonder if this work has made it more like you're like okay I actually enjoy doing things by myself compared to like feeling like I always have to have someone to do something with
1: yeah um that's such a good question and um because I did go out for dinner by myself recently. And it was the first time where I wasn't lying to myself about how much I enjoyed it. Like okay. in the past, I was like, go out for dinner by yourself, date yourself. And I was like, mm-hmm. yo, I actually hate this. I feel yeah. like, like so lonely right now. I'm jealous of everyone else. Uh, but I went out a couple of weeks ago uh, before uh, I left for LA. And I genuinely loved every second of it. Like I, I had gone to other ship downtown Toronto. And then I like, went out, I was really craving pizza and wine and, just wanted to celebrate what this has held me through and just truly enjoyed every moment of it. But if I think back to your question and reflect on it, I think what has allowed me to do that is, um, changing the stories that I've, that I have around that. Yeah. Um, changing the stories of like what it means to, to be alone, um, connecting more with myself Mm -hmm. Um, being more grounded and settled in myself. So not looking to the outside for validation. Yeah. I've done that a lot. Mm
0: -hmm. And it's
1: a bottomless pit where you're never satisfied. And and it's painful. And and there's times where it still comes up for me where I want to revert back to old patterns. And I'm like, no, Rach, like, you know, if you if you want to create a new reality for yourself, you you need to dare to do something differently. You have to take opposite action. What got you to where you are today isn't what's going to be required to get you to where you want to go next. So I consciously have to be like, you know, I'll be like, I don't know, going to, going to text someone that like probably shouldn't text. And I'm like, just hold off. Or like, um, you know, calling someone on a walk and being like, just enjoy this moment on your own. Mm-hmm. Right. As opposed to like always staying stimulated or, or creating the idea that, um, that I wanted or needed. I'm like, just, you know, it's just, just just catching yourself mid moment yeah. before you do that. And you're like, uh, let's try not doing that and just like being in this right Mm -hmm. now and I think the more you do that the more you become comfortable with just being here in the moment
0: yeah and it's like you only know until you try right so it's like totally even like just spending time off your phone and like not having to like check social media or post something straight away it's like that's your default but like I don't know. Like, can you go one hour without doing that and just see the difference? Like, if you just try it once, like, I feel like we get so like stuck into like all or nothing kind of like, okay, well, if we don't spend this much time on our phone, then we're going to like fall behind and blah, 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 blah. blah. But it's like, can you just try it once and see what happens? Mm -hmm. Which I feel like a lot of this work probably is. Like, It's all just like trialing it and then seeing how it makes you feel do you Mm -hmm. notice that it has a big impact on your mental health totally
1: yeah I was thinking about
0: that recently actually
1: um because I remember
0: I saw you post about that you had gone through like depression and everything and you're mm -hmm. kind of like in a different space now yeah
1: um yeah I think you and I connected about that like when maybe towards the beginning of my journey with that um I was in a, a pretty deep dark depression two years ago so november um november twenty twenty, and went on medication, moved up north to my mom mm-hmm. and just like went into deep healing. Um, and I was on medication for about, I think a year after that. It was it a year, yeah, a year after that as well. so about a year and a half total. I went off of it um April this year, so twenty twenty two is that what you were in? Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's I like think we're in like
0: 2021. And <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I know. I'm like still shocked that in like two months it's 2023.
1: Like yeah, I just can't. Bananas. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I've, I've been off of medication since then. And, and that's not to say like, if you get off of medication, you're better. Um, mm-hmm. It's not that it's more so like, I think I was genuinely surprised that I could be off of it and like mm. make my own dopamine again. And and support myself. Cause I was really afraid for a while that I, that I couldn't, mm-hmm. um, that maybe, um, I had lost that. And again, there's nothing wrong if, if you do, but again, I had started doing this mindset work around the same time okay. and I do credit it to, um, what, what I've been able to how I've been able to go about life because yeah, so much of Um, I want to be careful talking about mental illness here because I'm not a professional and Mm -hmm. don't know the ins and outs of it. However, I do know as someone who experienced anxiety, stress and depression in the past, that so much of the, the darkness was created um, from falling into thought spirals of things that weren't even real or true. Mm -hmm. And just like it's, and we can get there fast. Like there's even Mm -hmm. times where like, I can like, Ever since I've experienced depression, it's almost like my my mind knows how to it's like you can it's really
0: easy to track so easy to yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what happens is like I'm not a professional, but obviously like I just live in it all the time. It becomes kind of like your safety zone. So and if you've been in it for a long time, especially, especially like depression or any kind of thing like you're prone to having depressive episodes but it's like almost like your brain is wired to go to the negative route automatically mm. so mm-hmm. it's easier to be like sad and down compared to feeling like happy and content all the time right so like if you're used to just living like that for years on years it's almost like you have to work extremely hard to recognize that being happy is okay and like that's more of like, that's harder than being sad. Ultimately. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah, It's kind of like how with, um, and it's kind of like why we go back to the things that we know aren't best for us, mm-hmm.
0: even like though we want something else comfort.
1: Be- because it's familiar, right? Mm-hmm. Like for, yeah. for people experiencing everything that they desire, isn't comfortable. They're like, I don't know this. I don't know who I am exactly. or how I'm going to deal with this. Mess. So we stay in this place that we're familiar with. Right. Um, Yeah. So I I do think it did. It has helped me. Like, you know, I have such great tools under my belt now around like how to shift my state. So when I, when I notice myself starting to spiral, I'm like, okay, like let's like I, my body, my vessel is my number one priority before everything. Mm -hmm. Now when I start to notice that I'm like, goodbye, work, close laptop. Let's go outside. Let's shake this out. uh, Let's do some breath work. Um, put pen to paper, what am I like? I just have more tools under my belt to catch mm-hmm. it now. Uh, because so much of this is is our is our thoughts. And I remember at the time, mm-hmm. like, you know, when I was feeling that way, I just spiraled and because I didn't mm-hmm. have tools to pull me out of it, then I sunk deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. And then it just looked like you fall into the belief that like there is no, there's no hope there's and no like other. This yeah. for me.
0: Yeah. 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 You definitely fall into that kind of like. I guess it is mindset pretty much that there's no way there's no like other way to live life like this is normal and then it becomes very overwhelming right so it's like mm-hmm. okay well how am I like you just you just can't see it and mm-hmm. it, yeah it does take a lot of work to get out of it and I'm sure a lot of people listening will recognize with like depression especially after the past couple of years like there's so many people that are going through mental health crisis right now which unfortunately not getting enough talk um mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's just having those mindset tools and knowing what to do to take care of yourself in those moments, which Mm -hmm. I'm sure all this will help with as well. Because, yes, like, you can, like, trick your mind into, like, pushing it away, numbing it or whatever. But if you're not also taking care of your body when you're going through it, that also is, like, not going to help you out either. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And we also, like, I mean, what I've learned is like, we also don't want to push it away. Like Mm -hmm. it's there for a reason. So like, let's first acknowledge it and like be there Mm -hmm. with it. And then again, knowing the difference between uh, pain and suffering and being like, okay, how do I Mm -hmm. want to move forward from here? Um, I want to share a fun little, um, life hack, uh, (laughs) that people could use. I shared it on Instagram today. Um, I, I, so what I did is I, why I'm sharing this is because when we're in those like dark spots, it's very easy to like, just like be so narrow-minded and think Mm -hmm. like, that's it, this is it. And we forget the big picture. And so what I do and what I recommend to people is to record a voice note to yourself. Okay. When you're in a higher state, like those moments when you're like on top of the world, you're like, life's good. And it's almost like writing a letter to yourself from that Mm -hmm. higher state, but you're uh, recording a voice note and have it there and listen to yourself, uh, listen, to it when you're in those lower states to remember that, like you, like you were once there, like, and that Mm. means that you can go back to, to that and like, you're just on the ride right now. Like it's okay. Right. So I, I record one and it's on my Instagram. Um, and I say things like, Hey, Rach, I know you're in a thought spiral right now. I just want to tell you I'm here on the other side. I'm here from the higher state. Mm-hmm. And I want to tell you that like, it's good. Like, like I've been where you are. I know you think it's going to last forever, but like you will find your way mm-hmm. out. And just like, just listening to that, it it just, it's, it's kind of funny that it breaks you out of it, but it's so helpful to hear that because again, when we're in those lower moments, mm-hmm. that's when we start buying into the belief that it's always going to be this way. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to get, going to get better. Yeah. And I think that just helps to remind us that no, we are an ebbing and flowing human and you know, the nature of, I mean, the laws of polarity, like what goes up must go down. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you're down, just know that like, you're going back up eventually, but how and when that happens, isn't up to you, but like, it's going to happen. You're not going to be there forever. Yeah. That In case someone wants to try that on.
0: Yeah. I love that because that is so true when you're like in those low moments, which I mean, can happen at any time, any day it's remembering that you can get yourself out of it. And if you've got yourself out of it in the past, then you can definitely do it again. But yeah, we do tend to like, it's very easy to spiral and then kind of go in that that thought train about, oh my gosh, I'm going to be stuck. And here we go again. And oh no, this is happening again. And like the fear of like, when am I going to get out of it? And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I love that idea so much. Do you have any other tips of what people can do? Like just say, Obviously, they're not going to dive right into script writing, but is there Mm -hmm. something that they can do like starting now?
1: Yeah. Um, I think when you notice yourself um, first, just start noticing when you start going in that downward spiral. So Mm -hmm. like whenever you feel crappy, just like pause in that moment and ask yourself um, what else could be true right now other than what I'm believing. Like, what am I believing to be true right now? What else could be Mm -hmm. true? And choose another thought. Yeah. try that on, see how that feels. And also, um, move your body, like physically shift your state because mm-hmm. it's, again, you actually have to shift your physical state to shift your mental state. So gotcha. when you're in that, like that, I want to say like junkie or like, blah, that like yeah. sort of zone, like yeah. just like throw on a tune, dance, shake it out. If you do those two things, like
0: that's going to be huge. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's, I mean, I don't know if you've done a lot of, I think you've done therapy, but, or if you know, it's a lot of like reframing, which much they work Mm -hmm. on you with. Like, especially if you have trouble with your thought cycle, it's, you're reframing those, like, they call them bad thoughts, but I don't really like the word bad. It's just like, non-supportive, I like to say. What did
1: you say? Non-supportive.
0: Okay. Yeah. I love that. That's better. (laughs) Mm Non-supportive thoughts. I know. I had to figure out language for that too. I was like, negative thoughts
1: i was like but they're not negative they're just they're just not helping they're not supporting
0: (laughs) they're like the devil but not really it's just like i thought that you have and like you can you can take the power away from it and change it so yeah even if you write down the thoughts and then like how can you reframe that thought and repeat that in a better way to yourself too that's a great exactly yeah well i feel like this is a good point to end our conversation um, but before we do, before you do go, we finish every episode with some rapid fire questions. Oh yeah. let's go. <laughs> so we have five questions and you can answer in like a word or a sentence, not like a paragraph, but yeah. okay, so your first question is what is something you do that makes you feel good?
1: Drink coffee. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, that's a really good answer <laughs> there's probably there's like another answer i could give to that but that was just like coffee that's the first thing that came to and, your mind yeah so, it yeah. came to mind yeah that's I'm perfect kind of period okay number two is what is something you value living from my heart mm, love that okay what is something you want to let go of self-doubt mm-hmm. what Hmm. is something you're currently working on abundance mindset perfect and then the last one is how do you want to be remembered
1: fun play joy squeezes that out of life have just have fun life is meant to feel really good
0: yes I love that I love hearing like what people say for that question because it's really cool um mm-hmm. before we say goodbye, where can people find you? So online, like your website, how can people work with you? Like give us all the details.
1: All the deets. So I'm at rachelmelinda.com. Um it's my website, uh, at rachel and Melinda on Instagram, on TikTok. Uh, to work with me start script writing so the script writing course will uh, give you everything to get started there Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, get on my mailing list as well that's on my website rachelmelanna.com to find out about uh, more new offerings because we're currently working on a a few newbies that will Uh... um, yeah give you opportunities to basically live more of this work and, and get into this work even more
0: cool Well, we'll have everything linked in the show notes as well. So it will be easy for everyone to get to. Um, But thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today and sharing all about this. I think this is going to be really great for people to listen. And I hope that everyone is taking something away from this. And it's really cool to see you like stepping into your power. But I can tell that you're like really happy because whenever you talk about this stuff, your face like lights up uh it's really cool oh that's cool thanks for
1: reflecting that back it is um it's yeah it's been one of the most empowering things for for me to to live my life and to soak the zest out of it even more and i just just want to give that gift to others so
0: yeah awesome thank you so much well there you have it i am super super excited about that episode it was so much fun and i feel like that is such a good conversation for everyone to learn something from from the script writing the manifesting just kind of learning how to celebrate where you are in the moment currently um and definitely working on building a stronger relationship with yourself and kind of seeing how that will reflect on everything else in your life so yeah if you want to work with rachel or do any of her programs all of everything will be linked in the show notes also, you can follow her on Instagram. And then you can also follow our new account on Instagram called Feeling Good Sometimes Pod. And that is where everything to do with the podcast will be. So make sure you follow along. And if you love this episode, I would so, so, so much love if you could um, subscribe and share it with your friends. Leave us a review, it helps so, so much. And I will see you next week.